You're up today, Meldy. Mel Melzy. I am, and it's lucky dip time. Ooh, Unwrapping. Oh, who's that calling you? How unprofessional. Ah. Oh, you know what? I'm in a um a friend's studio and that must go through their their ah. laptop. See how she's always yeah. quick to blame me. It's like the ongoing internet fight we have. Must be your internet's weak. Oh, we always, always. yeah, because if it doesn't, we don't have a strong connection and we're delayed. We always blame each other's I know. internet. Well, mine's running really well. Have you done a speed test? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're always do a speed test. Do a speed test. Oh my god, so funny. All right, okay. What's today? Okay, so this is coincidences that are so amazing you won't believe them. These are so okay. good. Oh, my God. I'm just going to crack right into them. They have to be good because I have to be honest. We used to do Coincidental Thursday oh. on the 3 p.m. pickup mm. and Kate Langbrook used to bring them and I used to be so underwhelmed quite often that it became a thing. So unless it's like epic. Yeah. Well, these are epic. I'm, I'm real. I'm going to really try to get into Look, them. They're from because like coincidences happen quite often. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? These are remarkable. They're remarkable. Okay. okay. Remarkable is a big call. Okay. So this is the story of the two Lauras. This story was told on the Radio Lab podcast. So in 2001, a 10-year-old girl called Laura Buxton stood in her front yard right. with a red balloon. And on it, she'd written the words, please return to Laura Buxton with her address. Which also makes me think, do you remember doing this in primary school? I remember setting off balloons and we had, I, think I, do. I don't know if it was inside the balloon and it had like the school, like a, a letter. It must have been the school of. address or something inside. And I had a pen pal, like the the balloon gets sort of blown away and it lands somewhere. And then I remember having a pen pal for a little while. From yes. that? That was probably in the next suburb. Yeah, probably. Your pen but pal. it was interesting. I mean, how far can a balloon go? However... Before popping. Yeah, okay. Well, so Laura's standing there with a the yes, red balloon. Yes, she lets it go. I'm already sus on this story. Releases it I'm into strong wind, right? Mm-hmm. So from there, the balloon travelled 140 miles, which is pretty far. It's a long way. It's a long way. It's very far. Anyway, and it landed in the yard of another 10-year-old girl whose name was Laura Buxton, the same as the girl who released the balloon. What? I know. Now listen to this. They became pen pals and uncovered some striking similarities. First, hold on, can I just note another similarity, another coincidence? The fact that the balloon landed and they became pen pals is a coincidence with your balloon landing and you getting mm, a pen pal. Yeah, but that's just a subtle coincidence. That's not a, that's okay. not a, but okay, because these are the things. They looked very similar. They dressed alike, which isn't really that amazing. 10 year old girls of the same era. They both had grey yeah. rabbits three-year-old chocolate Labradors, and both of them brought their pet guinea pigs to the meeting without telling the other that they were going to. Is that not amazing? That's pretty cool. That's a striking coincidence. Okay. So this one is also good. Okay. This was told on, um, I think it was This American Life. So Stephen and Helen Lee had just gotten engaged and they- Yes. And they invite their parents- for a dinner, like a celebration dinner. And they're at the restaurant, they're eating, and they decide to go back to Stephen's apartment. And the parents hadn't really met mm-hmm. before. 
So they go back to Stephen's apartment and Stephen gets out old photo albums and stuff and they're flicking through photo albums. So it's Stephen and Helen who were the engaged couple and Helen's mum is looking through um, the photo album and she sees a picture of Stephen's dad who had passed away. And she points to him and she goes, oh, who's this? And he said, oh, that's my dad. He died when I was 15 or whatever. <gasps> oh, don't. And she just goes, oh, yeah, and moves along. Later that night, Helen's mum told her that she and Stephen's dad, the man she'd asked about in the picture, had been in love back in Korea in the 60s. He'd proposed to her, but because her father had already chosen her husband, like it was arranged marriages and stuff back then, right. she wasn't allowed to marry him. Both families moved to America and they fell out of touch. So Stephen's dad had at one point wanted to be married to Helen's mum. Mum. When he told his mum, she said that she knew that he'd been in love with a woman before her, but she never knew who it was. And now these two women who had both loved Stephen's dad ended up sharing his grandchildren. (gasps) Is that not? I mean, that's blow your socks off incredible. That's not like... That's incredible. That is a good It's amazing. One. That's so good. I thought that it was going to get weird and Helen and Stephen were going to be brother and sister. No, but it so could I'm have been so weird. glad it's No, it didn't go with Incest Town. Yeah. Okay. That's cute. Yeah, that's good. This one is even more remarkable. It's the story of the twin mm. gyms, okay? So two baby boys, twin boys, were um, born and then at four weeks old they were um, adopted out and raised by separate families. Once they learned of each other's existence, like when they were 39 years old in 1979, listen to how their lives had panned out. So both sets of adoptive parents named the boys James and called them Jim for short, which is common, right? Right. But anyway, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. both of them had childhood dogs. Both of those dogs were called Toy. Weird. Right. Both struggled with spelling at school, both talented at maths and woodwork. Twins, whatever. This is the really remarkable bit. Both men married twice. Both of their first wives were named Linda and both of their second wives were named Betty. Both had one son and they named these sons James Allen. Both Both of them called them James Allen. The only difference was Allen was spelled differently for both of the kids. And according to – this is according to Ripley's Believe It or Not – they drove the same car, had similar jobs and even holidayed at the same place. (sighs) That – is freaky. That's a Have good I impressed coincidence. You? Good on you. You delivered. I think I did too. I will give you with Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Thanks. Hey, if you've got any good coincidences, hit us up. Mm. They've got to be really good, like on par with yeah, that. Yeah, and your life ones. Yeah. Yeah, your life ones, like ones that have happened to you. Hit us up on our social. Show and Tell Online is where you can find us. We love hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Give us a rating on um, Apple. Yeah, iTunes, Spotify. Anyway, iTunes, but iTunes, Spotify, yeah. wherever you listen to your podcast, if you give us a rating, it bumps us up. Best thing you can do is share our podcast mm. with your friends. If you think there's anyone who would like this podcast, no, share it with them. Yeah. That would be so lovely. We love you. Bye for now. Love yous. <laughs>